This is the Boss Barista Roundup, the show where we take questions and ask you, the listeners, for your insights and your stories. I'm Ashley Rodriguez, and in this episode, we'll ask, how can service workers use social media to pivot towards a digital platform? Just a note, this episode does talk about coronavirus or COVID-19, so if you don't want to hear about that, you should probably skip this episode. So much of our lives have moved to the internet because many of us are stuck at home and many of the businesses that we love have been closed down temporarily. We're forced to interact online. We're creating virtual coffee shops, hosting happy hours on Instagram, buying coffee from our local cafes through web stores. And obviously, not everything has gone digital. A lot of things can't. But it's incredible to see the way that folks have been able to harness their online platforms to shift their businesses or to interact with their colleagues and their customers. And the way that people communicate their shifting platforms and needs is through social media. My guest today is Umeko Modiyoshi. Umeko has been on the show before, back in 2018. Umeko is a coffee writer, an educator, and owns a small web store where they sell cupping spoons and other coffee tools, including a book called The Wasting Coffee Guide to Not Wasting Coffee. And Umeko is great at social media. Like, really great. They've built a brand and a voice that feels authentic and accessible and communicates clearly what they're all about. Umeko is currently working with clients to help increase their social media presence during this changing time. And in this episode, we talk about how you can implement some quick and easy new systems to become more visible online while still remaining true to yourself and using a voice that feels authentic and real. Here's Umeko. So Umeko... I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how people should be thinking about social media during this time. That's a great question. Um, So a lot of people are experiencing really big shifts in their businesses right now in terms of seeing sales channels that once were viable and reliable disappear or or facing a drastic reduction in how active those channels are. And uh, so we're seeing a huge push toward online sales away from, uh, especially in coffee, away from brick and mortar sales, because a lot of coffee companies are having to shut their doors right now. And for a lot of businesses who are focused on brick and mortar, it's not as intuitive to think about social media as a sales channel. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit because that's not necessarily intuitive for everyone, but social media, your Instagram page, your, uh, you know, TikTok, I guess, (laughs) that's what the kids are using. Um, Or Twitter to some extent, but it's harder to monetize that. Um, but your but your Instagram is what I have a lot of experience with. Absolutely can drive sales. If you are moving to online sales, then you really need to get your social media presence in shape. 
because that can really, really help or hurt you. Yeah, I think we're used to sort of seeing, in terms of a social media or an online presence, uh, maybe like a coffee shop or a roaster has a website and then they have maybe an Instagram, maybe a Twitter. Um, and those things aren't necessarily connected to each other. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you bring kind of those two streams together, your online like web presence and where you sell coffee and then like looking to your social media where you might focus more on like the culture of your business or something like that. Like how do you even start to integrate those two? So if you are wanting to get serious about using your social media to help your online sales, then you need to think about your social media in terms of helping to direct traffic to the link in your bio. So the link in your bio should be your website. That's like the first, that's the first number one tip, (laughs) Um, which isn't necessarily like not everyone thinks about that. Um, And that's totally understandable if that hasn't been your primary way of getting sales. But now if it is, then your website should be in your bio and your Instagram page should be helping people feel encouraged and understand that they should go to that link in your bio. So think about your Instagram page, the wider snapshot of rather than the individual posts, but the wider snapshot, the bird's eye view when someone goes to your profile for the first time. Think about what that looks like to a potential customer. So you want your Instagram page to be very clear. It should be really obvious what your business is, um, what you're selling, and it should be obvious that you still are selling products and it should be obvious how customers can order those products. So you, if you don't have, happen to have very clear photos that show your product um, that can immediately be seen in a bird's eye view, uh, create those photo assets and post them. You don't have to hire a pro- professional photographer. Just post a nice, well-lit and delicious looking photo of your food or your, your cold brewed or your uh, amazing lattes that you will deliver to someone's house and make sure that those photos are really visible on your page. Anyone visiting should know what is on offer and how to get it. Um, I'm thinking just because I know you and I know uh, your Instagram page really well. I'm thinking back as you're making these suggestions, even to your own page about how you direct people to your website um, and how you direct people to like, hey, I sell things, there are spoons, there are other coffee um, related items. Um, But one thing that I always really admire is that like you really do this like within your means, like you're not doing this on with like super professional cameras or anything like that. Like most of your Instagram presence is like totally homegrown from like your phone. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is a really, that is a really helpful thing for people to, that I wish people could know is you don't have to spend a ton of money right now creating professional photo assets. You don't have to spend a ton of money actually at all in order to make your Instagram support your business goals. Um, You really 
the most important thing I think when you're taking a product photo is to use natural light and don't use heavy filters and make it really clear what the product is. And as long as you're doing those things, that's a great photo. Yeah, I've tried to get a little bit better about using photos on my own social media. And I have Visco, um, which is, you know, like filters and editing. Um, And then I also have Lightroom. And really the only thing I do when I'm in Lightroom, which is a photo editing app, is there's an auto button to make the photo better. And that's literally all I do. That's awesome. I'm just like, I can't, like, I can't be, I mean, this is a little silly. It's like, I can't be bothered. Like I have to go faster, but I also need to know. I also know that like investing in your social, social media presence is like super valuable, especially for, um, a brand like mine, which is almost solely on Instagram. And I imagine for yours, um, likewise, um, and going back a little bit just about like how you promote your, your web store and just your like services in general, like at what point did you start to notice that like the way that you approached social media was directly affecting your sales or the way that people engaged with you? The way I've I've always approached social media has been without really, (laughs) without really adopting like an Instagram voice, I guess, and without having a ton of salesy, calls to action. And I, my strategy has been to create content that inherently has its own value rather than content that specifically is just about driving traffic to a website. And that for me has worked. And I don't know necessarily what works for everyone. I think for me, I'm someone who I have a strength in writing and I just generally prefer to post on Instagram in a way that makes sense for me and that I feel is representative for me. And I write longer captions and I talk about my feelings and I don't (laughs) have like a, a, I don't really make posts that are just like, this is my brand voice, you know? And that's just what works for me. But I think that the, that what is kind of universal and especially right now is you want to be sure that your content is, uh, has its own inherent value. Like that. It's not about driving the, the user to the next step in the sales funnel that they could stop right there and get value from your content. That's a really good point. I think that throughout the last couple of weeks, the post on Instagram that I've been the most engaged with or the posts that I'm like, oh, let me stop and read this are posts that feel like you're getting almost like a sneak peek into a business, like posts that are like, hey, like this is how we've pivoted or hey, like we're trying to keep as many people as we can employed and this is what we're doing. Um, so the value is still there. And then that kind of encourages me to be like, oh, maybe I should buy coffee from these folks. Absolutely. I think that generally people who are using a, you know, using a gentle tone and being empathetic and not focusing on really pushy sales language and, you know, like the scarcity tactics that we see in marketing copy, like 
don't miss out on this offer, like limited time only. Um, that you know, like that doesn't work. So just using a tone that acknowledges that we're all kind of st- <laughs> struggling right now in different ways, and that it's like, hey, this is what we're doing. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> this is <laughs> um, this is just like what we have going on, and we're trying our best and that's kind of how everyone feels. So just acknowledging that and being honest and genuine about that, I think is a successful way to approach social media right now. That's a good point. And I think I like that you talked about like the things that you kind of see in marketing that maybe aren't quite wise to do right now, like the don't miss out on this offer or like, or that things are limited. Um, and I was wondering if you had some other things that you think are maybe like don't do's or things to think about that might like lead you down the wrong pathway because something that I've kind of run up against with some people when I've talked about social media and I am by no means an expert um I just am always like hey do more on this um people feel I think a little bit nervous about coming off like salesy or cringy in this moment so I wonder like how to how would you like suggest for people to balance that line or where where is that line where like oh maybe that is a little cringy that's a really great question. I, I think honestly, what, what I see brands doing that I think works is just saying like, I know it sounds, I know it's kind of a weird time to promote a sale, but if you are looking for a new coffee to try out, we have like these great coffees that you can check out right now and you can, and they're like on sale. Um, to be honest, I think salesy language really turns most people off like all the time. And so if you think about how you would just talk to someone, like how you would talk to a normal person as one normal person talking to another, that's the kind of language that will work the best, I think, right now. Totally. I, t- I think that that's totally right. Um, and I think it's easy to get kind of caught up in your head of like, what should I say in this moment? Um, but I think you can tell when someone's putting together a message that feels like, oh, this is like a person behind this, or this is someone who's trying to figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What? So what has this been looking like for you now that you are doing consulting work on social media and kind of have helping people kind of get to that, even that first stage of like, Oh, you can utilize your social media to keep your business afloat or to let people know what you're doing to keep your business afloat. It's been interesting. I feel that I've gotten a better sense for kind of just the struggles that people are having right now. Um, like if at just like the big struggle with switching over from having a brick and mortar to doing online sales is can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Um, but I think there generally is a sense of relief when people understand that it doesn't have to be this super, super hard thing. And a lot of it just comes down to not necessarily doing more work, just doing different work. And a lot of it is just making tweaks to 
the existing structure of your social media, right? So like everyone already has an Instagram page, just like change what your bio says or um, change the link in your, you know, change the link in your profile, that kind of thing. And when you have kind of that foundation just tweaked a little bit, it makes things a lot easier and it sort of helps you to understand the content that you should be putting out once you tweak that structure. Yeah, it's fun to see when you like try something new. I know for me, um, I did uh, a little bit of a like a Q&A with Umeko a couple almost like a year and a half ago I want to say um, and you really generously gave me a lot of really great tips to improve my social media presence and it was really really effective um, and it wasn't about like totally revamping the way that I approach social media but it was about just like making things easier for myself actually so like user generated content was like a phrase that you use that really helped me um and I'm wondering if there are any like small tips or anything that you'd be willing to share um, that people can kind of take away from this episode and be like, oh, I can do at least this one thing um, and see some some sort of improvement. Yeah, definitely. I think I want to, I think there are two concepts that are thrown around a lot when we're talking about social media and digital marketing that I want to just really quickly define because I think having a clear definition of these concepts goes a long way. So one is engagement. Um, engagement is interaction from your followers, likes, comments, taking polls, replying to stories, etc. And engagement is important because it makes your page more visible in the Instagra- Instagram algorithm. You get more views on your page. Um, more followers, better retention of your existing followers. Um, It shows whether your audience is getting value from your content and engagement drives website clicks and channel growth. So engagement is not the ends, it's like the means. And so I think looking at your engagement metrics, likes, comments, et cetera, you should always be looking at that, thinking about what that means for your website clicks and your overall channel growth. The other thing I want to define is the word growth. So on social media, growth is getting more followers. And there's a misconception that it's like a popularity contest. So this is not a popularity contest. More followers means there are more people checking out your website and buying your products. So it's more sustainability for your business. You grow when new people are exposed to your brand, which may seem obvious, but um, it when I put it that way, I, I do so to help people understand the kind of content they want to produce to support growth. So you want to you want to produce shareable content. You want to produce content that your current followers will share to their networks, um, and that means. Um, So that means like more people, newer people are looking at your channel and following you. Um, You can look at, you can actually look at your shares if you have a business account in your insights tab, you can see which posts are getting a lot of shares. So those are posts that you wanna try to create more of that content. Um, And the other main way to uh, to get growth aside from shares is through collaboration, like cross-posting, cross-promoting, 
promoting with other brands, um, working with micro influencers, uh, doing giveaways, etc. So with those concepts in mind, um, the basic tips that I would say are um, when you are posting your content, like how you post is almost as important as what you post. So make sure that you're posting pretty regularly. Uh, make sure that you're posting at the right time. So post when your followers are online the most. You can find that information in your insights tab on your Instagram if you have a business account. Um, and not every post has to be perfect, but uh, don't post like low quality stuff just for the sake of posting something. Find a balance where you're posting pretty consistently um, while you're still maintaining a solid like quality baseline. Um, as far as uh, what you post, you want to post photos and uh, captions that encourage people to connect with you. And that is, that's how people really get value from your content. It's not just about like that gets high engagement, but it's like, that's what creates an authentic and genuine connection between you and the people that follow you. And that just is good for the sustainability of your business, like no matter how you slice it. Um, so your content, when you're posting it, you want to be thinking about like, this is something that other people will find value with and other people will connect with. Like, this is conversational. This is something that um, people want to talk with you about. So like your captions are, are really important. I, I encourage people to use your own voice and not use like an Instagram voice or like a brand voice. And there are plenty of arguments against that point of view, but that's just my point of view. Um, and, uh, you know, make it like real content, make it something that doesn't have to be like you write an essay, but it just make it real in terms of like, it's genuinely from you, even if it's like a joke or it's something that's funny, like make it genuinely from you, you know? I think you mentioned this a couple of times as we were talking, but you mentioned like these are tips that can just improve the sustainability of your business. And something that I really want to, I kind of want to end on this idea that this isn't just tips for this current moment in time. This is like forever advice. Um, because as we come out of this, like improving your web presence will always be a benefit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, so I, I, I really want to encourage folks if they are thinking about these things to think about them. Um, like the way that you've laid out um, a bunch of these points that these are things that can kind of carry your business beyond this current moment in time. So uh, thank you so much for sharing so much good insight. Um, and everyone should hire Umeko right now. <laughs> I'm sliding scale right now. And also, also taking trades. That's awesome. Thanks again for taking some time to talk with us. Thanks for having me, Ashley. That was Umeko Motoyoshi. You can learn more about Umeko by following them on social media at Umeshiso with an underscore. That's U-M-E-S-H-I-S-O and then the underscore. And you can listen to the episode that Umeko was on previously. 
It aired in February of 2018. It's episode 37 of this show. And you can hire Umeko to help you ramp up your social media presence. We talked about maybe a handful of tips. There's so much more that you can do. And Umeko is absolutely the right person to help you. Stay safe, buy local. And if you're still listening at the end of this episode, donate to a virtual tip jar and support your baristas. See you next week. 